Welcome to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Can we become men who share in a goal to infect each other with joy, thus uniting us to someone like St. Pier Giorgio Frasetti, who played hard and prayed hard. He even taught his horse to genuflect when passing a church. Pier Giorgio Michelangelo Frasetti was born in Turin, Italy, April 6, 1901. He said, Poor, unlucky those who don't have faith. To live without a faith, without a patrimony to defend, without a steady struggle for the truth is not living but existing. We must never exist but live. In 1990, at Frasetti's beatification, St. John Paul II said, Only by adoring God who is present in your heart can you respond to the person who asks for the hope that lies within you. And the young Frasetti knew it, felt it, lived it. In his life, this was fused with charity, firm and active. As it says in the book of St. James, faith without works is dead. At an early age, for Pier Giorgio Frasetti, it was said of him he lacked earthly ambition, but he was driven, and his life was intentional. He developed a deep spiritual life, which he never hesitated to share with his friends. The Holy Eucharist and the Blessed Virgin were the two cornerstones of his world of prayer. What little he did have, Pier Giorgio gave to the poor. The poor and the suffering were his masters, and he was literally their servant, which he considered a privilege. Mountain climbing is one of his favorite sports. He never lost a chance to lead his friends to the mountains, or to Mass, or to reading the Scripture, or to praying the Rosary. He loved art and music, and could quote whole passages of the poet Dante. Yet it was his fondness for the epistles of St. Paul that sparked his zeal for fraternal charity. Like his father, he was strongly anti-fascist and did nothing to hide his political views. He physically defended the faith at times, first with the anti-clerical communists and later with fascists. Days after his final climb with a group of friends, not knowing but thinking that there would be more to come, a friend took a picture of Pier Giorgio as he worked his way up a very difficult portion of the climb. You see the strain and the fierce stare on his physique pulling upward. Shortly thereafter, he would write on the back of the photo, Verso l'alto, or toward the top. In the biography written by Roberto Falciola, he writes, Verso l'alto, it is the synthesis of living, always to search for that which is higher, to set off beyond ourselves, towards the highest of what it means to be a man. Even more so, seen in what he left behind, to those who desired to be men like him, men called of eight beatitudes, and repeating the militant prayer of the saint, I beg you to pray for me a little, so that God may give me an iron will that does not bend and does not fail in his projects. For him, the mountains represented a pleasure of testing himself, filling his lungs with the mountain air, experiencing the spirit and emulation before the climb or competition. It was always a contagious joy. The mountains were like a school, a temple, a gymnasium, to help himself and those around him to ever strive, always toward the top, the best. On July 4, 1925, Pier Giorgio had contracted polio, and he died. 
His mortal remains were found to be completely intact and incorrupt when they were exhumed in 1981, almost 60 years after his burial. On May 20th of 1990, in St. Peter's Square, which was filled with thousands of people, the Pope, St. John Paul II, beatified Pier Giorgio Frassetti, calling him the Man of Eight Beatitudes. When Pier Giorgio Frassetti was called home from this earthly life, a maid in the Frassetti home wrote on the kitchen calendar, He was a saint, and God wanted him to himself. Thousands lined the streets for his funeral, largely from the class of the poor. In our century, stated St. John Paul II, he incarnated these words of St. Peter in his own life. The power of the Spirit of Truth, united to Christ, made him a modern witness to the hope which springs from the gospel and to the grace of salvation which works in human hearts. The rules of life have become a popular topic from actors to psychologists. Sometimes there are twelve. Other times there are seven. And still others have it down to five rules that we are told to do every day. Maybe there are good answers to those questions in the lives of the saints. The phrase, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words, would be akin to the words of St. James. Faith without works is dead. When you look at the lives of the saints, there is a lot to view. And you always see the people who walked with them, who were inspired and changed, made better and more complete, simply by being around them. Maybe a good rule for life would be to strive to become men like this, real men, saints. When we think of Pier Giorgio's life, we might pray, help us to strive for simple hearts, attentive to the needs of others, and friendships based on that pact that knows no earthly boundaries. And may we be lifted up by his final encouragement, that which carries us beyond ourselves and toward the best we can achieve as people, toward the best we can become as men. It is to strive for perfection, toward sainthood, to strive toward the source of life that is God. This phrase, if properly understood, expresses the Eucharistic heart in a body that climbs and a soul that remains spiritually oriented towards a different summit, the height of heaven. May we also pray for that iron will that does not bend. Verso alto. In this is Getting Grit signing off. I hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and iHeart Podcasts. Check out our quests. Blessings to you all. Verso al alto. <laughs>